Hey everyone, Ben here with a quick interruption before we get into today's episode to let you know that we have been nominated for a Sports Podcast Award. Yippee! That is very, very exciting. We are actually incredibly honoured and excited to have that nominee. And you, the listener, yes, the very person that is listening to this right now can help us win a Sports Podcast Award and get us on the podium for once rather than always being off the podium. To do so, head to sportspodcastawards.com. Dot com, register to vote, click on the Best Olympic and Paralympic Podcast category where you can then vote for us to win. Now, you will have to listen to the other nominees as well, but let's be honest, you know you're going to vote for us because you're listening to our show today, which means we know you like us and we'd very much appreciate the vote in advance. Sportspodcastawards.com, that's how you do it, and we thank you in advance. And everybody who votes for us, we promise to thank you in our acceptance speech should we win. Right now, I'm going to shut up, play some music, and then you're going to hear me talk again as we get into today's episode of Off the Podium. Enjoy. They're standing and they're applauding that dramatic performance by James Torvald and Christopher Dean. Alex Philadelphia. It takes a lot to make him happy and he is clearly pleased. She's up, she's moving nicely. She's got it. Yes! Sally Stegel, 132.67 has won at least the medal. She's 0.24 up. You beauty! On the ice for the Gimlet. The Gimlet stopping! It is off the podium, coming to you once again for another Beijing 2022 daily recap. We are into day 10, double digits. An exciting one for you because we are literally coming to you right now in the middle of something exciting. The Women's Aerials Finals is on is as it? we speak. Is it? It is, yes. <laughs> We've I just don't know. Had the first Canada's... Canada just barely got uh, bumped out, so right. So you're Less not caring about it anymore, or others. you're not you're, you're not watching it, or <laughs> oh no, I'm watching. I'm just I'm just we were this close, <laughs> right? Well, sorry, Australia knocked you out. Um, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> Colin's here. Hello, Colin. Welcome back to Off the Podium. How are you feeling today? Besides Canada getting knocked out of the women's aerials. Uh, I mean, I'm feeling good because hockey went well, uh, curling went well, uh, most things went well. The Mark McMorris well. did not go well, so um, I guess a little bit of karma. You got you got parrot in. That's enough. Um, but um, we're going to talk about all of those because we're going to get straight into the thick of things right now. Because literally the six person final, final two, or as they're calling it, the super final. Even though I don't think they call it super final anymore, but apparently we still do in Australia. Um, has literally just started. Laura Peel somehow got in. Um, <laughs> I'm a bit questioning that. Uh, she did kind of land and put her hands on the snow and knocked out the Canadian. But um, yeah. I'm just saying justice for Dave Morris in Pyeongchang. The, the judges needed to uh, fix that up. Um, but even I was a bit iffy on her making it through. Danielle Scott sadly has not made it through. But we're on to the second jumper now. So the reigning champion Belarusian has jumped. Now we've got Megan Nick from the USA. Uh, who she is now the second jumper. So this is one jump. They only get one jump 
essentially in this final, and then the medals are decided. So Megan's but going you know now. She does a flip. She does a flip. She Five. lands it, yeah, and good well. job. Well done. <laughs> good. Yes, I do know what. Seconds ahead of me. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> did, um, I'm trying to think if it was Sochi, maybe where uh like here's one of the great things about the 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 big final the super final whatever you want to call it uh, is that you get one jump and i think it was sochi where um five out of the six jumpers all wiped out and basically we had a gold medalist by default uh was that the men's or the women's it was the women's i believe well, Lydia, I know Lydia got the bronze in that basically because she did. Um, she was the first to do basically a jump. I can't remember the name of it. It's never been done before. Um, and it was basically a man's jump. Um, and had she had landed it, she would have won by like 20 points or something like that. She didn't land it because it was such a high degree of difficulty. She still got the bronze. Um, but yeah, I know because Dave Morris obviously got the silver in that one. And sort of, I know, I think the last two crashed with him as well. Uh, at least one of them crashed. So yeah, I, I like this. I like this one jump and that's it. Um, but I think we've got Laura coming up next. Oh, she's put us through the ring and has dear old Laura this evening. Um, so she's the third jumper now. Shouldn't be in this final, let's be honest. Uh, but right now she's in the midway point of this. And this is off the podium's last chance for gold. Well, Charles Hamlin, sorry, Charles. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow night. This, I predicted this. I called this. Let's be honest, this is Ben Waterworth's last chance for a gold. Oh this my! This is the Benoit Waterworth vanity commentary. She goes, here. <laughs> bend down. She's ready to go. Arms in the air. She flips. She twists. She flips. She doesn't land it. Damn oh, it. the Canadian came and hit her with a bat on the way down. It was an incredible hit from the Canadian. That hurts. That hurts. It hurts for you, but I'm glad. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. <laughs> it, it's not just for me. That hurts for Australia. She was. Probably our last actual chance of a medal at these Olympics. And that looks like it hurt her. too. You've got to, she just, just both her and Daniel just did not look, just did not look good tonight. They look really good today, but that's, um, yeah, that's hard to watch. That's really hard to watch. And Breaking news. <laughs> ben does it again. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> this off the podium curse has got to die one day. Uh, <laughs> You have a reigning world champion that you have taken out of the Olympics. Yeah, this is this is just embarrassing. Um, seriously, stop coming on the show, Olympians. Just, just, just stop it. Um, just seriously, stop it. I just don't know how else to say it. Uh, so we just got to hope that the next three crash even heavier than Laura. Um, that's all. Again, I can it, say. It, she's in the bronze. Before. She's in the bronze right now. <laughs> I, this is the one time I will say this, and I, I I don't know if this is a weird thing to say. I've never really cheered for China in anything before, but I actually would like to see one of these Chinese um, aerialists win because China oh, yeah. have never won female aerials ever, and they've like I think they've got like last four silvers, four out of the last uh, five out of the last six silvers. So if you want one country to win a gold here, it's China. So we've got um, and- our next Chinese competitor is up now. I didn't see her name. Uh, and I'm not going to try and guess it because I've already been bad enough. And said, oh, oh, Jesus Christ. She might be dead. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I am definitely behind you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That she like face planted. Um, I don't know. Now, did you, I don't know. Uh, it was in the team event. I have the video. I'll send it to you. There was, um, uh, I believe it was one of the Chinese um, uh, 
No, oh, she's men happy. Yeah, she's that is in the crowd. Sorry. <laughs> but I, I think it was one of the Chinese men uh, who basically landed the jump, did a front flip, like by falling, and managed to land on his skis properly, which is better than Laura did. Yeah, Did I'll send you the video. For that? He should have, but didn't. <laughs> I think I think if you land like uh, was it the um the slope style in the I uh, know the big air in the skiing there was a skier who she landed on one leg and broke one of her other skis. I'm like she should get bonus points now. She landed on one leg. Um, <laughs> you know, held the landing just with one leg. What was it? Um, the American back in Atlanta when she landed on one leg because she broke her ankle basically. Um, so oh she ow geez she did face plant. Ouch. That's got to leave a mark. Um, but what's better in the air? Oh, no, she's fourth. Okay, so <laughs> Laura for bronze. <laughs> well, I'm just watching the replay now. It looks like somebody pile-drived her into the snow. <laughs> so we've got two more left, uh, basically. <laughs> I can't stop watching. I want to see it again. Like, it's, 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 it's brutal. It's... It's terrible, but I want to see it again. How does she even, how's she standing right now? I'm just applauding her, the fact that she literally gets up and she's like basically doing like the yeah to the crowd. <laughs> That's the most energetic I've ever seen a Chinese athlete at the are Olympics you, ever. Are you like me though, where it doesn't matter, you know, whoever is the host country, you really do pull for them? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, if it was Britain, probably not. I mean, I guess it's <laughs> in London. Um, but I mean, it depends on who I hate that month. Um yeah, I do, but like it's 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 odd when it's odd when it's like China when you're just so used, or like if it's America or like Russia when they win all the time anyway. So you just kind of yeah. eh, like you know, uh, our next Chinese uh, ski is going up now. She's flipping, she's twisting, she's flipping, and she's landed. Well, good job. That should there be you first. Go. That looked better than the other ones. So that could be gold for China. You've lost uh, your so bronze. Yeah, she's not going to get a medal, Laura. Um, oh, she's pumped. I said, this is what I'm liking about this. Like, I'm loving the, like, this is not trying to be disrespectful to Chinese Olympians, but you never see emotion from Chinese Olympians. Yeah. So, like, they're, they're very, like, professional. They're kind of like Russians. Like, they just, they go out there, they do their job, and they they get the medal, and they go home, and they don't get murdered. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. this is, she's she's in tears. She's pumping. I love this. This is great. Like, Good I've had her. Chinese friends who have actually explained to me the reasoning behind not showing emotion and stuff like that. And uh, there are reasons like cultural reasons why they don't show a lot of emotion. So this is great because you don't see this in the summer Olympics. Definitely. Uh, Maybe it's a winter Olympics thing. Maybe it is because uh, you know, some of these athletes aren't originally from China. Do you, do you know that some of these athletes aren't originally from China? No. What are you talking about? They're all Chinese, (laughs) Colin. I mean, come on. Half those uh, hockey players, they're more Chinese than Wei Lin. I I, I don't know. Like, I mean, (laughs) fictional character Ben um it's (laughs) it's it's it is fascinating though like the cultural because I guess kind of goes back to our point when we say like we're maybe a bit sick of seeing the the Chloe Kims the Sean White's all this you know American centralized sort of it it comes down to it's it's a personality thing you know it's a media thing there's a hype around it you know that's what it is you know, in different countries around the world, it's 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 almost just like a job. It is just like mm-hmm. you are a professional athlete. You are expected to win a gold medal. Uh, oh, she's in tears. Oh, she's got the gold. She's in first. Oh, look at her. Wow, but there's still an American towel. Oh, that's amazing. I love seeing that. She could be up for athlete of the day of that. That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Amazing scenes. Breaking news from the aerials. Amazing scenes. Just incredible. What's her name, Ben? <laughs> Zhu Meng Tao is her name. And our, so as our last, she's American, I believe. We've got our American, because there was two Americans in the final here. So this is uh, coming up now. Ashley Caldwell, she's doing a back full, full, full. 
A difficulty of 4.293 off kicker four. What are you, what are now, your predictions you, you, here? Colin? Well, I, I think you and I have landed the back full falls, just not the full full falls. Yeah, no, I just couldn't quite do that one, you and I. It's, it's always been our Achilles heel, actually. As uh, the American coach puts his hand up, touchdown. He's a big LA Rams fan, happy about today. As <laughs> she comes now, can she still go away from China? She goes up, she does the double, the full, the full, the full, the full. Bang, down, she's out. China wins goal. There Look we go. This. Scenes in wow. Beijing. Oh, she's up against the wall, the Chinese athlete. You're not going to get shot, love. You won the gold. You can stop putting your hands <laughs> above your head. The firing squad are not going to kill you. You're safe. She's she's assumed the, the loser position in China, but she's realized she's actually won. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, amazing. So how that's many cool. in this finals actually landed, like fully landed? Uh, half of them. So I think the medalists. Um, so I think the, the American there, she crashed less than Laura did. So she should probably get third or fourth. Um, Laura, I'm guessing will get fifth because the other Chinese athlete, <laughs> I mean, she's left blood on the snow. So uh, <laughs> I think her left arm is still embedded in the landing hill. Uh, oh, she's, wow. She's absolutely going off. I've never seen a Chinese athlete this emotional in my life. Yeah. I'm loving this. This is brilliant. This is so good to see. She is bawling her eyes out. I reckon her entire family will not be going to the firing squad tomorrow. <laughs> she is, oh, wow, that's great. They haven't even shown the score yet. Too many of the judges were like, well, no, actually, this American, we <laughs> yeah. like her crash better. <laughs> She's give, I actually don't even think I've legitimately ever seen a Chinese athlete get the Chinese flag before and celebrate with the Chinese flag. She's gotten the flag. I just want Mark um, McMorris to come in here and say, no, 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 no. I had the best run of the day. <laughs> I should have this gold. Mark McMorris is the new Kanye of the Olympics. <laughs> uh, I'm really happy for you, China, and I'll let you finish, but I had the worst run. <laughs> I, I was just literally saying to Colin off air that I just finished watching Meddling, which is, if people don't know what it is, it's a four-part little series they did on the Salt Lake um, judging scandal for the figure skating. Very, very good. Uh, and listen to our Jamie Soleil interview from a couple of years ago. Um, but it actually, like, they interview the Russian pair in it and they actually give, like, a real interesting story around the Russians. And it's, like, it just gives you a real insight into kind of, I guess, their mindset because it's, oh, she's got fourth, so she missed out in the medal. So Laura's finished fifth. Um, so, yeah, like, it's kind of, it's interesting having just watched kind of, like, this Russian mentality of, like, winning and, like, this is what you need to do and now kind of seeing this, like, it's, it is interesting seeing it from that real Western side of things mm-hmm. where, I mean, this is just incredible. This really is incredible. So Zhu Meng Tao has won the gold. She is China's first ever women's aerial gold medalist. And she is just absolutely pumped. That is amazing. Um, Daily Dale right there. Yes. I'm, I'm completely I don't, I don't even know if we need to debate that. That's just, that's just been decided. Um, well, we said this was going to be a big day for Australia. Uh, fifth and fifth uh, for <laughs> Brie and Laura. So um, I'm blaming the off-the-podium curse. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop calling it that. Let's call it the Ben Waterworth curse. That's what it is. <sighs> yeah, look, I will call it the Ben Waterworth curse when Charles Hamlin wins a gold tomorrow night um, because then the <laughs> off-the-podium curse is done. Um, so because it, it's yeah this is just it's beyond ridiculous um although having said that the only medals we've won during these olympics are through my interviews so just saying um but canada <laughs> well it's because i've done like three eric radford still has a shot <laughs> one of my three interviews 
True. Canada did win a medal today. Uh, well, I mean, you technically won two. Uh, <laughs> Christine De Bruin, the bronze in the monobob. Um, oh. Great effort by her. Um, how How is Canada? I mean, this must be a really weird thing that Canada are feeling today. I mean, I've seen a lot of great things posted about Christine, you know, winning the winning the bronze, but, um, I mean, is it is it a bittersweet thing or is this still you've just moved on from Humphreys and you're just like, cool, we got a bronze, shit happens? I mean, we moved on from Humphreys. I think everybody knew that Kaylee was going to win. Uh, and as I said, Kaylee's been doing a lot of media here in Canada despite not competing for Canada anymore. And I have to say she's she's been very classy. She's been very respectful, and uh, she really helps you to see her side of it. Um, but uh, – the fact that we got a bronze uh, and, and it wasn't for the one that we thought would be in the bronze position. I think that's really surprising. Yeah. And I have to tell you, yeah, Apia was the one that I think uh, most of our hopes are on, but uh, Christine De Bruyne, like the, the way that you talked about, I can't wait to see more and more interviews with her. Cause the way that you guys talked about uh, Kaylee McCune uh, uh, during the summer Olympics, just you, you, you see this athlete and then all of a sudden you see the interviews are like, wow, she's going to be a star. Like that is Christine De Bruyne. Like I'm going to, I'm going to read to you basically what her um, CBC right as after she finished what her post uh, event interview was. Um, so basically she was being asked about, you know, uh, uh, how does it feel to know that you are the first ever bronze medal? She goes, yeah, you know, I'm still in shock. I don't even know if I can answer questions right now. Uh, I can't believe what just happened. Uh I, I'm just thinking the next step is I'm going, I'm going to have to go pee and then comes the medal. <laughs> She's wow. immediately thinking, I got to go to the bathroom. Let's be just washed thing her hands. Let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, she's just so much personality and there's been a lot of stories told here about, uh, you know, her first time doing the monobob and how she, she felt like she wanted to throw up and she said, I'm never going to do this again in my life. And, basically was talked into continuing. I mean, it's actually incredible that she's even in this sport, let alone the fact that she is now the first ever bronze medalist, but yeah, it's, it's all Kaylee. In fact, I wanted to say, um, I didn't watch the super bowl. I watched, I, I flipped over with a, you know, I think it was pretty about less than 10 minutes left to go. And I saw Cincinnati had the lead and I basically told Jamie, Oh, look at that. Cincinnati just won the super bowl, went back to watch the monobob. And then after the monobob was over, I'm like, I'm really curious to see what NBC's coverage of this is. So I flip over and NBC, even though the Super Bowl was still technically running, they cut away from the post-game celebration, on-field celebration to show Kaylee Humphreys winning the gold medal. So, I mean, America is really embracing her, but uh, even on the NBC coverage, they were acknowledging the fact it's like, you know, uh, four years ago, she was a competitor of the United States uh, and now she's our gold medalist. I, I was going to ask, did NBC have the Super Bowl this year or was that just where it was being aired in... Um in Canada, I um, watched the first half. Uh, well, well, actually, when I say the first half, when Channel 7's coverage started at midday, um, given this would be my last day uh, not being in the studio with Joe because uh, isolation ends today. Woo! <laughs> um, I, I even, when I talked to Joe this afternoon, I said, sorry, I didn't watch you for the first half hour. I was watching Snoop Dogg and uh, <laughs> Eminem and Mary J. Blige and, and, and the gang perform um, and then saw the closing minutes of the, the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, it was 
the thing I also like too about sort of the top three is that even with um, Alana Myers Taylor, who got the silver, I mm. liked a lot of her social media posts where she's obviously got like a child over there with her in Beijing and there's this little cute little video of like a kid with an Olympic medal around, I, I think it's a boy, uh, his neck. Um, so like it was it was really, really cute. So um, it's kind of, it's, it's interesting how they're sort of embracing it and everything. And the one thing that I didn't know if it was like something that Canada would have got pissed off at is um, when Kaylee got out of the sled and she was celebrating, she started doing the whole USA, USA. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like that. Um, I don't know. That'd be like if some, you know, if uh, Emma McEwen come uh, Paris is competing for New Zealand and she gets out of the pool and starts doing the haka. We'd just be like, <laughs> fuck you. Like, fuck you. Like, I don't know. Did, does Canada feel a little bit insulted by the whole USA, USA thing at least? Uh, I mean, I haven't read too many. I know that there will be people because, as I said, this is probably the strongest reaction anybody's had um, to uh, any any Canadian athlete doing anything ever uh, here in Canada. But uh, I, I think for the most part, at least the media has uh, really allowed her to move on. Um, and I'm happy. Jamie was quite upset because I told Jamie the story and she just kept saying it's like, yeah, but this really isn't fair. I'm like, it's completely fair. And I can't. I, there was um, uh, one of our ice dancing pairs. Uh, I think they said that uh, he's originally he was born in Denmark, but he's competing for Canada. And it, this was airing right after the monobob. And I told Jim, like, OK, so is this any different if this guy wins the gold medal? Are we going to say it's not fair for Canada? She's like, well, I guess you got a point there. Like everybody has it. It's kind of an unusual situation where it's not like her parents were even born in America. She just literally decided to change. But so much more credit to her that, you know, this wasn't even uh, I'm just watching a commercial now with Ewan McGregor playing during the Olympics <laughs> and breaking it's a car news. commercial <laughs> breaking news. You and McGregor is selling cars now. Um, I'll tell you about a Sam Neill ad that we've got going on in Australia right now, which I want to send to you. But uh, anyway, Oh, he's walking through a studio. There's astronauts. This, this commercial, I don't even know what the commercial is. It has everything. Now he's on oh, wait, a This beach. isn't one of those stupid cryptocurrency ones. Is it? We've got a Matt Damon one here. That makes no sense. Can we stop Save with these cryptocurrency more, ads? This is make- Expedia. Expedia. Oh, okay. <laughs> Right. So I, I've, got a, I've got a bone to pick about ads right now, which make no sense. Literally, there's like this Matt Damon one where it's all like, people do shit in history and now it's time to create your own history. And you're like, what are they advertising? And it's like some <laughs> cryptocurrency. I'm like, what? What? What is this? Anyway, sorry. I, I, you I also want to interrupt for a second on Kaylee and just say that as I was talking about, CBC has no promotion really for anything uh, like any post Olympics TV shows. They are advertising one that's an Amazon uh, Amazon Prime original show called uh, Last One Laughing. It's a, a Canadian stand-up comic reality show. Uh, and I don't hmm. know, to, looking at this, if this is supposed to be like, it's not Last Comic Standing. It looks almost like Big Brother, but it's a bunch of comedians living in a house together. It's got Colin Mockery and Tom Green, among other people. So um, it's not on CBC, but I'm excited about it. Anyways, Yes, Kaylee Humphreys. Uh, I, I think every country kind of has some athlete that they, they can't really claim as their own, or somebody else claims as their own. You got Dale Big Smith. Uh, you know, we got I was gonna Mr. Say Denmark, that. and uh, yeah. So it, to, to me, it's completely fair. And I mean, I would, I, I'll take on anybody who's willing to uh, to to jump on Kaylee. I'll, I'll take you on. 
I think like like uh, yeah, I was going to mention the great, the legendary Dale Beg Smith. I, I I I'm a hypocrite if I'm calling people traitors and everything, but I like I think I'm not even a Canadian. But the way I look at it is, it's the circumstances how it went down and the fact it's so soon. Like as in like it's not like this happened a month after Pyeongchang and it's been the last four years. I mean this she's yeah. barely the ink's barely dry on her American citizenship. It was only like a month or two ago, wasn't it, that it was done? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I think. I could feel the whole, like, oh, that's got to hurt. Like, like with but, Dale, that was years in the making. And and that was that was also down to Canada, the Canadian Olympic Committee, basically being like, no, you can't make money outside of your athletics. So he's like, okay, see ya. I'll go somewhere <laughs> where they'll let me do this. And, well, Canada's loss was our gain. Thank you, Canada. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's, it's the same as happened before. I mean, I'm... I think someone like Kyrie Irving in basketball is Australian born. Um, but I mean, he's one of the, the US's best players. Um, could have easily been playing for the Boomers in Tokyo, but he's American now. So, I mean, there's plenty of Australians. Uh, I mean, Zoe, look at Zoe. You yeah. know, she's bloody of winning golf for New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but like, yeah. to me, I think what's different about this, it is the fact that it happened so soon. Like you said, like, it, it, this almost didn't happen. I mean, it, it, in Kaylee's mind, she was probably preparing for, hey, I'm going to hope that I still got it in another four years because she she was like really pushing like th- this almost didn't happen. She almost wasn't mm-hmm. able to even compete at these Olympics. So uh, to me, I give her all the more credit because look at the fact that she has the most decisive victory that anybody could imagine oh, in this event. Me. Like it, it wasn't even close. Uh, yeah. And she was the only flawless one. Like I was mentioning yesterday, you know, all over the com, no matter what commentary you're watching, everybody's saying the same thing. It's like, yeah, this is going to be a very different sport in four years. It's going to be a very important, uh, different sport in eight years because everybody, even the Olympic medalists at this point, are still trying to figure out how to do this. But Kaylee knows how to do it, and, and instinctively she knows how to do it without even having the opportunity to compete the way that others have. I mean, it's, it's really incredible to me that she took this chance. And that it barely worked out. And if anything, that for both her and Elena, I mean, I feel like both of them were kind of at a disadvantage coming into this, not as well prepared. And they pulled off a gold and a silver. I mean, I'm not one to, as, as a Canadian, I'm not one to often cheer on Americans, but I was very happy to see that. And I was okay with Christine taking the bronze over the two Americans. I mean, there's so many sports like this, so they've got to start somewhere. I mean, women's hockey, you know, to what, 20, mm-hmm. 24 years ago it made its debut. I mean, we joke and say, well, it's still just Canada and America. But, I mean, Turin, when you had Sweden knock off the One. US, you had, Finland, yeah. you had Finland knock off Canada in the World Championships a couple of years ago. It can happen. Um, you know, it, it's rare, but it can happen. I mean, a, a weird example of that is netball. You know, always Australia v New Zealand in every Commonwealth Games. It just it happens. But in the last like couple of years, New Zealand have all of a sudden dropped off a little bit. So when England all of a sudden win the gold on the Gold Coast, that's like this massive shock. It's like wow, this is really unsettling the apple cart. And this will happen in sports like this where they've got to start. You know, they've got to mm-hmm. get somewhere, get some ground. I actually legitimately, as much as he's a traitorous devil, I had Kaylee Humphreys as athlete of the day <laughs> before we just had. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, what we just I was had. struggling because I mean, uh, I mean, second and a half. That that is that is a yeah. mountain in in this sport. So. I was struggling with that because I I really want to spread it around to as many countries as possible. But uh, you know, it, it, you you can't deny that she is the most dominant person. Even take away monobob. I mean, let's say she's dominant in monobob. A lot of people aren't even used to this. I got some great commentary about a lot of people aren't used to this coming up. Uh, but uh, look at her accomplishments even outside of monobob. I mean, she is now a three time gold medalist 
in four Olympics, uh, yeah. three out of her four Olympics, she's won a gold medal. And she is at the top end of, you know, the age. The, she's one of the older chicks out there. <laughs> well, I mean, they even, even Dave Colbert was talking about the fact today that, you know, she's won four consecutive medals uh, in, across four Olympics. It's a rare feat. And I, I love the, the record is that she's the first ever female Winter Olympian to ever win two medals for two different countries. I mean, yeah, it's a record, but, I mean, it's not exactly a hard record. Like, I mean, you know, like, Irene Vuss tomorrow could just turn around and be like, oh, actually, i got one more in me. I can't – I'm probably too bad for the Netherlands, but I'll go compete for Australia. Australia, like wow. ooh, oh, open arms. <laughs> Eileen Gu is coming right back to America for uh, Milan. <laughs> She's not yeah. going to stay in China. <laughs> One thing just before I talk about Brie, it's actually really like I've got all this on mute, obviously, but it's actually kind of really tricky to watch a lot of what's going on right now because they've, been, they've interviewed Danielle Scott. She's in tears. Laura Peel, she's cool, calm, and collected. But the one is actually really hard, and you could tell she was struggling throughout this. Lydia Lassila. In those first runs when, like, she's trying to host it with Richard, she's just like, you can tell she's not her usual bubbly self. They cut to her during Laura's uh, second jump when she crashed. She, like, she was on, like, the the rail crying. And right now you can see she's just crying, like, trying to do this live TV thing. Like, she's obviously trying to hold it together. Um, so By the way, I started watching some of her day. video. I mean, I, I do follow um, Lydia on Instagram, but I, I don't have time to watch all the stuff that she puts up. The, the, some of these videos she's putting up with the interviews she's doing, mm-hmm. I can really see what you're talking about, about her personality. Like, it, it's one of those rare instances that's similar to what I'm saying about Tessa and Scott. Like, you, you wouldn't think that all athletes, maybe they have to be trained for it, but, like, she just instantly has this ability to be an interviewer, to be a broadcaster. I haven't watched her movie, uh, which I really want to watch her movie. And uh, one thing I'll say to uh, – this is not me taking a shot at my employer, but, like, when Channel 7 actually aired the trailer for her movie today, I'm like, okay, fair enough. The trailer contains footage of her winning gold in Vancouver. Channel 9 had the Vancouver Olympics, so therefore they were airing the footage of Eddie Maguire from Channel 9 commentating her gold medal win. Now, I know in, like, past Olympics – when Channel 7 have, like, gotten footage from Olympics they haven't broadcast, they've clearly, like, I think there is footage of Lydia winning the gold with Basil Zemplis commentating over the top. So, like, they've clearly just dubbed that over so they don't have Eddie Maguire's commentary. But, like, I'm thinking, like, did Channel 7 realise that, that they've got, like, Channel 9 commentary, Eddie Maguire commentating her gold medal win on the Olympics? Pro- it was kind of odd. But um, I know we've talked a lot about her on Survivor before, but, um, I mean, she was on two seasons of Australian Survivor and she she lives up to... She's pretty good at Survivor. Like, she doesn't get voted out because she's shit. Let's just put it that way. So if you ever watch Australian Survivor for anything, watch it for Lydia uh, because she she's great on both her seasons. Um, I say she's had a tough day because she's actually uh, Bree's mentor. She's helped Bree walk around a lot. So she rushed out to the monobob today to help Bree. Um, and, I, I mean, look, obviously – you know, we touted Brie for a possible medal and, uh, you know, one of these chances. But the thing that I, I love about the scenes with Brie today is that, I mean, both her runs, she went off like she was winning gold. She was pumped. And then in all of her interviews afterwards, she's just, she's so happy. Um, you know, she's she's celebrating the fact that she's gotten fifth. And, yeah, I, I, I'm extremely thrilled for her. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. we're selfish here and off the podium. We, we wanted to get her a, get her a medal. But, I mean, it's similar to Jackie. Like, this is a sport, again, where we've got nothing remotely resembling anything which they can do here in Australia. And the story is she's Googled, do we have a bobsled team? And here she is now at an Olympic Games. Should have been at the Olympics back in Pyeongchang, of course, through without some red tape. And here she is now, and she's finished fifth, which, like, let's be honest, 
not to take away from Jackie's great achievement of winning a silver and a skeleton, but I mean, if you had said we would come away from uh, an Olympics of the top five in a sliding sport, you're like, wow, we've gotten a silver medal and a top five at a sliding sport. And then you look at Alex, what he did was 16th in the luge and not to try and take away from Nick's 25th in the skeleton, but like, I mean, you know, Nick's an Olympian, you can't take that away from him, but we've actually had a bloody good sliding tournament at mm-hmm. the Olympics, you know, in all three sports we've competed in. So, yeah, so happy for Brie. Obviously, sad not to see her get a medal, but sh- she'll be back. And she's already talking up the fact that, you know, this will help her even more so go towards Milan in four years' time. Yeah, I, I think one of the interesting things about this is that uh, it, it seems to be decided so early. Like, if your first run is terrible, if your mm. first run is average, you got a chance. If your first run is terrible, you're out of it. Um, the real victory is that she climbed back up to fifth place. Uh, and it, it, it was very similar with the first run for the Canadian Cynthia Pia. Uh, but uh, Cynthia made a little bit of ground up. Brie made a lot of ground up. Uh, now, if you had gone into these Olympics and said she's going to finish fifth place, you might say, well, it's about what we expect her disappointment. When you say she had a first run where she was, what, 10th or something? She was 10th. She was 10th after the first run. Yeah. She ended up finishing fifth. Yeah. Yeah, like that, that is a big margin to make up in a sport like this where it is hundredths of a second uh, that sometimes is the deciding factor between um, first and last place, let alone yeah. uh, going from 10th to 5th. So it's still a victory, yeah. Um, and uh, I, I'm excited. Just this, this entire sport really has me fascinated right now because there's so many struggles. Like there's a lot of talk on all the commentaries that I was listening to about uh, the weight of the sled and where you have to sit. And the fact that a lot of these people like, I don't, I don't know if specifically with Brie, but a lot of these people like Brie where their first run or their first two runs were terrible. And they came back in the third and fourth. It was something as simple as I need to slide back in the sled a little bit because my weight is different. Mm-hmm. Or I need to change the runners. The runners need to be completely different. It's just, it's fascinating to me that in a one person sled, there is so many, difficult things where you wouldn't think about that that a sled would make that much difference by having one less person in it because the weight of the sled is barely different from a one to two woman just before i comment on that tangent i mentioned sam nealad that's on australia was just on tv (laughs) just then so basically our like main pay tv provider in australia foxtel they're advertising like this new online thing where you can watch all your Netflix and everything all in one go. And he's like, this was the old box that we used to have. You, you call this a dinosaur, but it's just, it's evolved. And he gets there and he's like, I'll show you. And he gets in his remote and he goes, play Jurassic Park. And then you see that Jurassic Park and he goes to the camera. He's like, not bad for a dinosaur. And he like winks in the camera. So that's Sam Neill on TV right now. In oh, I want Sam Neill on my TV. I'll trade you um, you in for Sam Neill. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a tough one though. Who would you rather? <laughs> Can we just they, say both? <laughs> they knock on your door right now. Um, but yeah, no, great. And Brie, of course, will be back with um, Kiara on the weekend in, in the two woman bob. So we'll see how that goes. And yeah, just while I got the screen open, as you said, Cynthia Pierre was eighth for Canada as well. So both Canadians, well, all three Canadians in the top 10 and uh, one Australian uh, in in the top uh, five. And uh, yeah, it's, it's actually like as happy as obviously we are for Brie. Like it's, it's kind of one of these weird uh, days, I think, for us and off the podium where I was thinking a lot of Ash Werner today. Obviously, uh, you know, sad not to see her competing in this as well so would have been great to see her in this event as well but hopefully she'll uh she'll keep going and uh we'll see her in milan um she really just should have named her sled ben that's apparently the lucky charm right ben got fifth at the olympics 
I'll take it. <laughs> Come on, Ben. Yes. Um, obviously, the other sort of big news for Canada today, uh, the women uh, in the ice hockey, little win. Um, <laughs> I mean, this is a bit of a upset. 10-3 over Switzerland um, into the gold medal match. Not a surprise. I mean, yeah, they probably just should have just automatically given them a mulligan all the way through. But um, they're, they're through. Uh, they will no doubt play the US. Uh, that hasn't started yet. But, um, I mean... Is it something that Canada still? I mean, I, I saw on social media Canada still obviously celebrating like we'll play for gold. But I mean, do, does this something the media even talks about? Like, yeah, we're through to the gold medal. No surprise there. Moving on to more, you know, groundbreaking news. Like, not to take away from their achievement, of course, but yeah, no, it it, it pretty much is. All right, another gold medal uh, position or gold or silver medal position for Canada. Um, but but I think again, like we've been talking about for the last couple of days now or week or whatever, uh, it is the amount of goals we're scoring that has Canada more excited because I think this this has to be uh, the most goals Canada scored um, in Olympics and even women's hockey uh, in a very long time, uh, if not ever. Uh, but uh, I mean, I, I got to be honest, I, I would have loved to watch this. I started watching it before I fell asleep last night. Um, I wasn't concerned when I woke up in the morning. I basically just skipped ahead and like, oh yeah, there we go. Oh, five. Okay. Seven. All right. T- eight, 10. All right. <laughs> there we go. We're into double digits. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> but I still yes, went sir. out of my way to watch it. Um, it, it you know, I'm thinking it's going to be US, but we could have uh, a Turin situation. You never know. And it's exciting uh, when that does happen. Um, so I would I, love to see I, it. I, I, I want to see Canada and US just because that is the rivalry. And I think, U.S. has, uh, I don't know the exact numbers, but I think that they've won more than Canada has um, overall or since they've won four. Like, oh, like, are you talking about overall matches between the pair or are you talking just about the, just, just for the Olympics gold medals? I think U.S. Uh, has no. won more than Canada. Uh, what, in the women's? No, Canada women's. Have, have won four and U.S. have won two. Oh, okay. Well, they yeah. US one more. US won Nagano right. <laughs> and Pyeongchang, and uh, Canada won every other single gold. So, yes. all right. Well, we're holding a grudge for Pyeongchang. There's Ewan <laughs> McGregor again. They're really going hard on Ewan McGregor's Expedia. Well, I'm saying Basil looking good in his suit. So uh, you have you, and I'll tap my Basil. So yeah. Anyway. But I mean, I'm I, I'm curious because I, I would love it to be Canada and US just so that we could have a rematch. Uh, and it's, it's, I love this, a rematch. We play each other all the time, <laughs> but uh, having an upset would be exciting still. Of the six uh, gold medal matches at the Olympics, five of them have been USA and Canada. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> every single one of them have had Canada in it. So you're, uh, you're guaranteed a medal. So at least you'll get a, you know, another medal, at least you're guaranteed for these Olympics. In the men's uh, last night, obviously we were on air uh, when Canada playing China, he ended up beating China 5 nothing. It was very close in the USA-Germany. USA ended up winning at 3-2. So Canada in the playing rounds will play China again, uh, funnily enough. So uh, you win that, you will play Sweden in the quarterfinals. And should you win that, you will either play the US, Slovakia, or Germany in the semifinals. So uh, basically how that's going to work is that USA plays the winner of Slovakia or Germany in the quarterfinals. Sweden, as we said, will play Canada or China. And in the other half of the bracket, Finland will play either the Czech Republic or Switzerland. And Denmark or Latvia will play Rock. So I'm calling this now semifinals. I'm predicting will be Finland versus Rock. That's not hard to predict. I'm going for USA Canada semifinals. 
again. Yeah. So, oof, that, that's good. Having said that, though, Sweden, they're, they're so consistent. That's going to be a tough one for Canada. If, I mean, if you lose to China in the playoff <laughs> rounds, that is, like, just the most embarrassing thing Canada has ever had. And you've got Justin oh, hey, Bieber that, and Nickelback. That so, would guarantee that I would be rooting for China. Oh, I, I thought you were going to add Avril Lavigne in there, but she has I, a No, I would never add that. She's amazing. You leave her alone. Um, <laughs> in the curling, though, the women had a win today. Uh, you beat Italy. So you're actually still in contention. 7-3 over Italy. The men also beat Russia. Uh, sorry, Rock 11-5. So looking at the standings for the women, you do move up into six. So you're actually only a win now behind um, both Britain and Sweden in those those uh, play sort of fourth, fifth area. So still in with a chance, the women, the women, uh, whereas in the men, uh, Canada still sitting in fourth, a big win against Rock because they're directly below you in fifth. So uh, any news, any updates on how Canada reacting to the, the curling? Uh, I think we've written off the women, but we probably shouldn't because oh, they're starting They're starting to have to come back. <laughs> well, hey, they're the bigger stars out of this group. So I think there's just higher expectations on them. Uh, but I'm watching them right now against Great Britain. My my other favorite, uh, uh, Great Eve Muirhead Scotland. and Great Britain, uh, Scotland. Sorry, Scotland. Yes, they really are Scotland. <laughs> That's true. But uh, you know, so this one it's kind of a dilemma for me because I wouldn't be mad if uh, Eve Muirhead and Scotland uh, win. But um, I think we're still in it. I, I'm I'm feeling way more comfortable on the men's side than I am the women's side, though. I have got higher hopes that you will medal in that than the Australian women's team. So <laughs> you think? Just, uh, possibly, possibly going on there. Um, not many medal uh, results today in terms of there's only four medals being decided today. We've gone over the uh, the aerials. We've gone over the monobob. The only other one that's been decided today, the ice dancing. Uh, France, uh, gold in that. Gabriella Papadakis, very French-sounding name, that one. And Guillaume Cesarion, uh, the gold ahead of Victoria Cincinnina and Nikita Katsalapov of Iraq. And America, the bronze, Madison Hubel and Zachary Donahoe. So interesting seeing the results of that, having just watched this meddling when the whole, you know, controversy around Salt Lake also involved a French ice dancing team. So I'm like, oh, collusion. There's a Russian mafia involved again. <laughs> What's going on here? Um, and the other medal results, so we've got the ski jumping, the uh, team competition is uh, happening as we speak. I'll give you an update in that in just a moment. So results for uh, Canada and Australia elsewhere. I can tell you in the downhill women's training, getting bored tomorrow because uh, it's Esther Day 3. Mm. Uh, Esther was seventh today, but uh, like the other day, it's kind of got this little question mark of potential disqualification, but it's Esther. We know that's not true. Uh, we, I can say that in downhill training, though, that Canada in fifth, Marie-Michelle Gagnon, uh, fifth place, uh, so looking good there maybe for a downhill for Canada. Greta and off the podium, uh, thirty-six. Uh, so uh, doing well there is Greta. Um, the two-man bobsleigh heat one is on as we speak right now. Canada sitting in six and eighths. Uh, you've also got another sled to go as well. Uh, and surprise, surprise, Germany one, Germany two. Currently in the bobsleigh. That is a bit of a surprise. Didn't expect that at all. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> in the ice dancing, um, Paul Poirier and Piper Gilles were seventh. Oh. 
and Nicola Sorensen and Lawrence Fournier Baudry was ninth. Zachary Lagar and Marjorie Lajoy was thirteenth. So is this sad? No, Scott. And the first time you ever medal this in the thing since what Turin? Because yeah. uh, Tessa and Scott medal in the last three Olympics, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you've lost a medal in this one. It's. I, I almost feel bad for Piper and Paul. Uh, there was a lot of expectations put on them, and I mean they have had the results to warrant there being an expectation on them meddling. Um, but having Tessa and Scott on commentary really does. I, I could even feel it myself. Like I'm like watching Piper and Paul listening to Tessa and Scott watching Piper and Paul. And I'm like, they're just not in the same league. Um, and, and that's no <laughs> knock against Piper and Paul. It's just when you have the greatest of all time and you've put them on the TV and they're critiquing, their successors. Ooh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> the, the, your next Canadian Bob's on the screen and they just really fucking flipped it. They just smacked themselves in the wall. <laughs> Sorry. That was a big hit. But uh, obviously the performance just hasn't been there for Piper and Paul. Um, they've taken a lot of criticism for their wardrobe choices. I don't know if you've seen <laughs> their no. wardrobe choices they've had. They they definitely went very seventies Elton John um, in the, oh, the last. I saw, game. I saw actually no. Now that you say that, I know who you're talking about. Yep, yeah, I saw that one. On. And yeah. I, I don't know. I would say it's very sunny and share for the other one. <laughs> they, they, they've, they've gone very retro, and I don't think it's uh, it's really gone over well with the public. Uh, but it, it is really tough when you have people like Tessa and Scott, and then their successors just aren't at the same level yet. <coughs> I'm choking oh, on their geez. lack of success. Choking on their lack um, of success. <laughs> Pick your game up. <laughs> but um, it, it, it's just, I feel like the expectations are almost too high because of the bar that Tessin Scott set. Uh, but really, when you look at it, though, I mean, if these are our successors and they finish only two spots higher than Canada's B pair, then mm-hmm. something obviously did go wrong. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the wardrobe, but let's blame the clothes. Let's be honest, when Cable and Noah take over this show for Milan, it's just going to be the same. <laughs> We're going to be, you know, can't take over the goats. I mean, the goat's not even here. He's having a couple of days off. Jared's not here again. So, um, you know, he's uh, he's he's upset that we didn't win any medals today. Um, but, yeah, look, I, I'll be completely honest with you. I didn't really watch much of the ice dancing. Um, just I just didn't. Don't know why. Um, just no talk I mean, Dean, no ice dancing for Ben. <laughs> the rhythm is the more like the rhythm <laughs> is the more fun part. I wish that they would main event with that. I, no, no Harley Quinn uh, and the Joker. I'm out. No, just uh, not 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 up for me. Um, the, the, this is obviously we're a bit behind because I was about to say Canada just gone into second in the bobsleigh, but that was obviously uh, one of the ones that went beforehand. But no, seriously, two two. It's not even two wheels. It's like one sled, basically <laughs> doing a wheelie out of like turn seven or something like that. Like that was some good piloting. Um, in the so actually we should really mention with obviously we just had the aerials and that's talk about the slope style and the freestyle. Good to see the freestyle skis woke up and felt like doing some work today and weren't so lazy. Um, so <laughs> they actually went out and did something today. So in the women's slope style, the free ski slope style. Um, for Canada, Olivia Asselin is through to the final. She finished in 11th. Uh, Megan Oldham, not through, 13th. Uh, too lazy for her, apparently. Um, and sadly for Australia, Abby Harrigan, uh, 26th and last. But she did ski on a broken leg. So, um, 
you know, I mean, I can't even ski on two normal legs. She's skiing in the Olympics doing the freaking slope style on a broken leg. So I think uh, 26 is pretty good in an Olympics, if you ask me. Um, Kelly Sildaru of Estonia leading that one. And Eileen Gu, uh, third. And, like, did you see her, like, one of her runs? She, like, gets to the bottom no. of the hill and she starts eating, like, a pie or something like that? Like, she's literally standing there waiting for a score. And someone hands her a bag and she's, like, eating like, I'm like, like, what is well, this? Is this meant to go viral? Someone look at me, I'm eating a pie while I wait for my scores. I'm Eileen Goo. Like, what the fuck? That that actually bothers me because I feel like that's ripped off of, um, was it during the half pipe where there was the, the one um, the one woman who got to the bottom and as they were revealing the scores, you see her pull something out of her pocket and start eating. It was like a Danish or something. And she actually said afterwards she legitimately had put that in her pocket and forgot about it and decided to eat it. So that. now it feels like, now it feels like Eileen Gu is just trying to piggyback off of somebody else's just, viral moment. There's just something about Eileen Gu that just, it just, it gives me the poos. Like it's just, I don't know if it's just, it's the fact that she's so overhyped. Like I'm not taking away from her gold medal win. She's obviously very talented and she probably will walk away with three gold medals. Good for her. But like, it's just, I just, it annoys me when you get an athlete like this, it just gets so much attention and it's like, she's great. Good for her. But then like, you know, our um our French guy yesterday who we gave the Daily Dale to, like, this guy's on the verge of history. He wins a medal tomorrow in the relay. He equals the most ever individual medals won in a Winter Olympics ever. Like, there's, like, ten other athletes who have won five in one game. Well, he'll join. He'll become the first ever biathlete to win five individual medals. Like, why are we not talking about this guy? Like, why are we talking about freaking Eileen Goo? Like, oh, I can win three gold medals. This French guy's winning, like, five. Like, screw you, Eileen Goo. He's got a gun. He can shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a threat um, we well, don't need china banging on our door saying ben's hired somebody to shoot eileen goo uh, <laughs> i you know this is one of my other complaints and and of all things has come in the monobob um it just feels like they've gotten to the point where every sport has to have the chance at multiple medals and i kind of just miss the days where it's like you have one shot and you're out uh and it's definitely a lot worse now in freestyle uh, snowboard, freestyle skiing and snowboarding that they have so many shots to win medals that it doesn't feel like a medal matters anymore. And mm. maybe it's just me. I mean, this is a, one of the other problems I'll say, even with the, the team events, you know, aerials was one of those last standouts. There is one, one shot. And that's what we were even saying about in the finals, you got one jump and you're done. And now, well, don't worry. We've also got a team event. It's not a big deal. Uh, I, I kind of just missed the days where one medal was all you needed and one medal mattered. So whether you win or lose, I mean, that's your only shot. Now it's, uh, you got Eileen Gu who has a million shots. And if she fails on one or eight, let's, I mean, Esther's different because Esther says, I'm going to give myself more shots by going into different sports. I mean, that's, that's something you really applaud, but how much can we applaud winning multiple medals anymore in the Olympics? And I agree with you. And I think the thing that I am trying these, these Olympics around, and it's, it's interesting because we, we complained a lot about how, uh, like skateboarding in the summer Olympics, that it was more like a bunch of kids who don't really seem to respect, like this is an Olympics. It's just kind of like, it's another thing for them. They'd rather be in the X games, like this sort of stuff. And yeah. we, we kind of said like snowboarding is a little bit different. And I think snowboarding is different, but I think it's, it's, turning a little bit more the other way now because like when you had just the the slalom and the half pipe that was it like you know kind of there was a bit of that flair and you know kind of youthful kind of x games easiness there but you still had that prestige of the olympics now that yeah. you've got like the big air and the slope style like mm -hmm. it's just 
I'm watching, like, literally today, you had the big air and the slope style in freestyle skiing and snowboarding on at the same time. And, like, you just you just get lost in which one you're watching because yeah. you're like, okay, one's got a snowboard on their feet, one's got skis. Okay, I get it. But, then like, it's just it's the attitude of the athletes, like, particularly the big air. You literally go down a thing, you do one jump, that's it, and you're like, oh, lol, I crashed in the Olympics, give me my Danish. Okay, <laughs> you could technically say, well, the aerials is literally the same because you go down, you do a flip, you land. But, like... Jackie Cooper was explaining it really well on the coverage tonight. She's like, a lot of people ask me, well, what's the difference between now that you've got the big air and you've got the aerials? And Jackie's like, well, aerials is more traditional and more kind of formal because in aerials, you have to say to the judges, this is a jump I'm going to do. This is the style points. You've got to be sort of rigid. You've got to be, you know, very proper and strict with it. Whereas with the big air, you can literally be like, I'm going to do a double corky Danish flippity flip flip, you know, put a bit of extra pop on it, backwards on it, you know, pull out a freaking butt plug and fireworks come out of your butt and then boom, you get an extra 10 style points and you go viral on TikTok and you're like, yeah, my homies love me. And then the judges love that. So they give you an extra 20 style points. Like it's appealing to a different demographic. I get it. But this is where I'm going to sound snooty. That's not the Olympics. That's the X Games. Mm. Yeah. Like that's that's where it that's where it's like appeal to the kids, but don't make a mockery of it because like it just comes across sometimes as these athletes go and like oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and then like the slope style and the big air are basically the same fucking thing, and then so mm-hmm. is the half pipe. Keep the half pipe. Get rid of the other ones. That's what yeah. I say. Ben rant over. That's yeah. a Ben fact. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the sound effect yeah, no, works I, on this show too. I didn't realize that. <laughs> I completely agree. And I love the X Games. I'll, I've, I've watched the X Games yeah. most of my life. Uh, but uh, it's it, there, there's there's a place for the X Games and there's a place for the Olympics. And exactly. um, when you have this cavalier attitude of, oh, oh, well, I screwed it up. So much of that is I've got another event to go and it doesn't matter. And it's different when you have, uh, let's say, cross-country skiing and you choose different distances um, or if there are team events. These are individual events in sports that are similar but just slightly different. And it's not even like swimming where I have this distance, this distance, this, this uh, um, butterfly, backstroke, freestyle, everything. It just feels like now they're they're creating opportunities for people to win more medals. And yeah. I, I think I'm okay with the monobob because, I mean, the monobob is more a push towards uh, let's eventually get to the four women. But then if we eventually get to there is a men's monobob, a men's two man, a men's four, and then the same thing for the women, bobsledding is going to be the exact same thing. And the only difference is we have more people winning medals multiple times. I don't, I don't necessarily have a problem with, like, Multiple medals is not a thing. It's 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 when you've just got not much of a difference, and it just you're adding them for the sake of adding. Like, I think it's all well and good that you talk about having let's have a quality in the Olympics, let's have equal events for men and women, let's have men and women doing the same events, all that kind of stuff. Like, I'm I'm not opposed to that, but why are we bringing in mixed team events when, say, you look at ski jumping, when women fought so hard to get into ski jumping, they finally get Mm -hmm. into ski jumping, but then you've only got one event for women. You don't have a large deal for women. You've only got that. Nordic combined, I fucking love the sport to death. Why do we not have women Nordic combined? Why Mm -hmm. are we doing mixed team events or a monobob when Nordic – I'm sure there are plenty of female Nordic combined athletes who have been trying to fight for hundreds of years to get into the Olympics. and Hundreds. Hundreds. It's that old. Since the 1676. Olympics. <laughs> oh, weren't they great ones? Bikita Faso held a great Olympics back. The Winter Olympics too, when climate change was the opposite. Um, but, yeah, like it just 
whole other episode, but um, no disrespect. Like the way I look at it is simple. Like we, we, it's funny how you're talking about how athletes from other countries, Keegan Palmer wins a gold medal for Australia last year in Tokyo and skateboarding American. Now, again, I have my issues with Keegan winning. He's a gold medalist for Australia. I can You can never take that away from him. Good for him. He's achieved something that I'm never going to achieve in my life. I, I applaud him. But I guarantee you in two years' time when this kid has won the the Billabong X Pro in Honolulu and the freaking Mars Bar 2020 in Winnipeg, he's barely going to register that he's an Olympic gold medalist. It was just another event that he won that got him yeah. another 100,000 followers. When I mix that with him and I see a, a bronze medalist in the cross-country skiing who is bawling their eyes out because this is a lifetime achievement, like everything to them more from achievement, even seeing Bree Walker finish fifth in the Olympics and that is like the greatest thing. Like that's where to me it's an Olympics versus an X Games. It's good for Keegan. He's an Olympic gold medalist. He's just doing part of his job. But skateboarders and that, they're, they're not, they don't give a shit about the Olympics. It's X Games. Mm-hmm. That's where they're getting the cred. That's where, and like, you're right. X Games have their place. I'm not taking away from the X Games. They're great. But it, it, it's a difference, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mic drop, whatever. That's that's a, that's a long rant. Um, <laughs> the point is, there's a Canadian in the final of the freestyle. <laughs> good, good, good for her. Good for you, Olivia. I'm sure you're a great athlete. You're not lazy today. Um in the, I should mention just in the aerials as well, um, there was a couple of other Canadians and obviously we had uh, Gabby Ash in those as well. So um, Gabby Ash unfortunately didn't make it through, obviously, to the final rounds. Neither did uh, Naomi Baudreau-Gerton for Canada and Flavie Omond for Canada as well, uh, also going out in the qualifying rounds. And uh, Marianne Thenault is the one who Laura's crash knocked out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't know how still. And Danny Scott, obviously, she ended up finishing in 10th place. And to recap, so Zhu Meng Tao of China won the gold in that, and she is our daily Dale of the day. Uh, Hannah Skova, the reigning champion from uh, Pyeongchang, she ended up getting silver for Belarus. And Megan Nick, the bronze for USA, USA. Um, in the ski you, jump break, breaking news in the ski jumping um so the final is on right now i can tell you that sadly for off the podiums casey larson not a good day for team off the podium uh usa did not qualify through for the eight team final they finished in 10th uh so sad news there for casey but right now in the final uh we have austria leading slovenia and norway in Third, also competing Germany, Switzerland, Poland, Japan, and Rock. Come on, Poland, get Camille Stock a medal in these Olympics. I want to see him, you know, he's gotten too many force these Olympics. Um, the other one that was like the slope style, the snowboard, uh, the big air, um, Tess Cody through to the final. So, uh, you, uh, good for her. Uh, two Canadians through, uh, Laurie Bluin was fourth, Jasmine Baird was tenth, and Zoe, Zoe is through. She was the uh, number one qualifier. So, whew. Two gold medals. New Zealand could be beating both Canada and Australia in the winter Olympics by gold medals by tomorrow, Colin. What's going on? I mean, nobody's beaten us in bronze at this point, but I mean, the golds are up for grabs. <laughs> I uh, oh, congratulations! By the way, you equaled your best ever uh, haul of bronze medals by uh, getting that bronze today. So ten for Canada, one more, and uh, you <laughs> eclipse the uh, the all time greatest bronze medal haul celebrations in all the streets of Canada tomorrow. Um, one thing I wanted to say, I, I was going to 
we we don't have to do the daily double, but daily Dale. But there were two athletes in the um the snowball that I did love. Uh, so one Melissa uh, Peppercamp, eleventh, she's through to the final from the Netherlands. Um, on one of her runs, she got to the bottom of the hill. She saw her the score for the judges came up. She got a snowboard. She just slammed it on the ground. I'm like, yeah, that's the emotion I want to see. I'm sick of seeing these snowboards just going, oh, yeah, well, that's fair enough. I want to see, like, the bullshit. That's, <laughs> that's you know, that should have gone there. And the other the one. Danish right at the judges. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one was uh, Rong Zhi of China, who uh, got a little bit too exuberant in the big air. She, like, landed and she just kept going and she did basically a face flip over the uh, the railings. <laughs> <laughs> she just quite funny, but um, but did you? I don't know if you watched much of it today, but gee, the judging was slow today. I, I think they must have been oh, freestyle skiers. It. They were standing around for ages, <laughs> waiting for the scores and to come up. That's weird. I think they maybe uh, changed places because I was going to say in the uh, ice dancing, the judging was much quicker than normal. So they yeah. sent the the Money snowboard cleared. judges to ice Money dancing and ice quicker. dancing somewhere. The bank account yeah, exactly. for uh, better internet. Um, in the, in the, you know, quick transfer of the money. Oh, there we go, ten. Uh, oh no, seven. Um, in the snow, in the men's snowboard, uh, Max Parrott. There he is. Yeah, 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 the men. Uh, gold medalist Max Parrott uh, goes through as the uh, best qualifier. What are you talking about, Mark Morris? He's through to the final. Um, no, but so, he, he qualified in eight, though. Oh well, my goodness me! In a twelve-person well, final, he's only eighth. Well, <laughs> considering he usually qualifies in the top three or four, I think that's a disappointment. Three Canadians through. We've also got Darcy Sharp in there as well. So uh, good job there. One a quarter chance of a medal there. Uh, Australia's Matthew Cox. Uh, he went in 28th and did not make through. He had another Canadian, Sebastian Touton. Uh, he was 26 and not through to the final. So that is all of our uh, results there. So the medal tally... After 10 days, uh, Norway on top, 9 gold, 5 silver, 7 bronze, 21 in total. Germany second, 8 gold, 5 silver, 1 bronze, 14 in total. USA, 7 gold, 6 silver, 3 bronze. For a country that wasn't winning any gold, they've caught up pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. 16 in total. The Dutch, 6 gold, 4 silver, 2 bronze, 12. And Sweden, 5 gold, 3 silver, 3 bronze, 11. Should just quickly mention China in 6. They're now on 5 gold, 3 silver, 2 bronze. For a country that I don't think had won more than 2 gold medals at a Winter Olympics before, doing pretty okay. So, yeah, I mean, you think they're dominance of China, but that's never really come across in Winter Olympics before. So they're doing very, very well. Canada are now fourth in terms of total medals. You are 14th in terms of the gold. One gold, four silver, 10 bronze, 15 in total. And Australia, one gold, two silver, one bronze, four in total. Sadly, don't think we are going to add anything more to our medal tally. Um, I mean, Tess maybe uh, could do something in the big air. And, I mean, bring Kiara, very long shot. Very, very long shot, but I think I think we're done. So, but we'll, we're happy with the four. So we'll, we'll definitely take that. What did you win? Uh, what did you win? What did you, you watch win? today? <laughs> what else did you win today? Colin? What did you watch? You want a today? new car? <laughs> <laughs> Come um, on down. Dun, 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 dun. I mean, Jamie and I were both glued to the monobob last night, and I was happy to say our uh, Giada um, Andretti yep. or whatever. Uh, they definitely had her picture up today. So uh, our influence worked. Get that woman's face on camera more. She um, didn't come last either. So No, she didn't. Uh, and obviously some of the ice dancing that was uh, on uh, nonstop on CBC's coverage. Uh, and a bit of the hockey. And that's aerials this morning. I, I woke up to uh, get very angry at Australia in the aerials. <laughs> that was how I woke up this morning. That was not pleasant. 
Uh, breaking news in the curling. Uh, Britain won. Canada won. And the other one you're really anticipating, Korea, Republic of Korea, four. Japan, two. Uh, so there you go. And in go the Japan, ski jumping... Man. Every time I hear ski jumping, it just reminds me of when we did Eddie the Eagle and Christopher Walken, my life in ski jumping. Um, <laughs> when that was on TV the other night, you know, to see that book, I just keep my life in ski jumping. <laughs> so funny. Uh, Germany currently leading my life in ski jumping. Um, they are ahead of Japan. And Poland, come on, stock. Bring on some stock, you little champion. Everyone's favourite Polish ski jumper. Um, who's your favourite Polish ski jumper, Colin? Is it Camille Stock? Uh, hands down. <laughs> Absolutely. Who? Why wouldn't it be? I personally am a bit of a David Kubacki fan, but, um, you know, Camille's got my stock. Let's just uh, say that. Um, yeah, I watched the Monobob today. Great to, to, to see. I, and in all seriousness, it's, it's an entertaining event. So I, I enjoyed it. I think I said yesterday, I watched a bit of the World Cup earlier this year. So um, really good to see. I'm watching the two-man bob right now, which uh, breaking news in the two-man bob, uh, Germany one, Germany two, and Germany four. So they are one, two, and four. Rock currently in third. Um And I also watched uh, the slope style big air. They were both the same, let's be honest. Um, and I saw like two seconds of the ice dancing. So, uh, there you go. I didn't see any of the ice hockey today, sadly. So, uh, I will try and do better on that. Um, any CBC fails today, Colin Hilding? Uh, not fail. I mean, more just a very overly dramatic moment. Um, there's the, uh, the German monobobist, uh, Nolte. <laughs> uh, and on her third, uh, the third heat run, there was one point where she got, it wasn't even like that big. It was slightly out of control. And uh, the, the the commentator all of a sudden went from basically being like, and she's coming into corner and oh no, oh, and she straightened that out quickly. <laughs> Very overly dramatic. Like can, somebody's can you do that for us again, Colin. Oh no, <laughs> and she straightened that out quickly. <laughs> Might be a soundbite in there for 007. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I actually heard it again. I'm, I'm recording it now, and I I can barely hear the commentary. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I just hear this loud. Oh no! <laughs> uh, the other one was actually the the um, uh, Olympic feed, uh, the Olympic Channel feed. Uh, the the guy doing the commentary, <laughs> he's great. I mean, yesterday he was basically saying it was like, yeah, and uh, uh, this this woman here, she uh, she has some very fashionable sock choices. Sadly, they're not showing it now. Maybe we'll get it in the next heat. Uh, but yesterday, uh, he had kind of a backhanded compliment for some of the, the pilots where uh, he basically said, and later on when some of the better athletes come up, you'll see some cleaner runs. <laughs> and this is like not even halfway through. Way to hand it to the athletes who do not qualify as better athletes. <laughs> who have just gone in the first ever mono bob, you jerk. <laughs> you are shit, basically, <laughs> is what they are saying. Um, I re- like I, this is one sad thing. I think I said this last year during Tokyo that me not still being in Canada is I don't get to witness. I've still never experienced another country's Olympic broadcast in my entire life. This is the first time I've ever been out of Tasmania watching an Olympics ever. But I'm still in Australia and I'm literally working for the <laughs> network putting on the Olympics. So um, it's kind of And they are so day. much better for it. Aren't they brilliant, Channel 7? My goodness, they're on point today. Fantastic. Actually, I will say, 
uh, I, I can't remember the exact line that Joe used, but when she was cutting to the bobsled and throwing to Dave Colbert, she like was referring to something to do with a curling and then basically called him like, instead of calling him saying he had stones, he was like, and you've got some pebbles, Dave, or something like that. <laughs> and then, so Joe posted on uh, Instagram today a picture of her on the set and then Dave Colbert's commented saying, pebbles here, you are going okay. <laughs> <laughs> So a bit of like backhanded compliment there. Well, I actually legitimately want to bring this up tomorrow when I'm back in the studio. This is the Ben Waterworth uh, loving Channel 7 a bit, but maybe some um, positive feedback to put to Channel 7. I love this whole like let's show the family, like here's Bree's family in Cairns, here's, you know, Laura's family in Canberra. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's just the awkward nature when they do the dual screen side by side. They always cut like if they're about to go on a run and you want to see like their splits, but like, cause they make the screen so small, you can't see the numbers or when they finish. So they've got them in the end area. Like there's Laura, like she's waving at the camera or there's Bree. She's pumping the fist. I want to see the finishing time, but because they cut straight to the family and it's side by side screen, the writing's like, and even with glasses on and I'm old, like I'm so, I want to see the score. Like can you cut there <laughs> after you see it? So just some um, public feedback. Um, that I will pass on tomorrow, which no one will listen to because I'm nobody there at the network. Uh, speak to me in four years when I'm running the network. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> they're not keeping me on. Uh, they'll listen to the show finally and I might have to uh, give some things back. Um, so we've done our Daily Dale uh, Athlete of the Day. Now, I, we didn't plan this because uh, you and I don't exactly talk about who we've got going, uh, but it was double day for previous off-the-podium guests today for our daily mm. celebration. Talk up your – I mean, can I just say yours, um, we've never, I think, received more likes on our Instagram than we ever have until today. Oh. The amount of likes that we got on these Tessa and Scott posts, like, Jesus, they are popular. Yeah, well, do you remember when our Tessa Virtue interview went up? Yeah, we did, still like, our no most downloaded most- interview. Ever. Yeah, instantly yeah. fan pages all over the place. I mean, they are they are very popular here. Uh, but yes, uh, Tessa Virtue is Scott Moore Day um, as they now are eclipsing the actual skaters just by doing such great commentary. They still have to be number one. Curse them. They got to be the best <laughs> at everything they do. Uh, but uh, obviously the most famous ice dancing pair of all time. Uh, oh, with uh, for Torval Dean, Torval uh, Jane Torval and Torval and Dean, whatever the names. <laughs> <laughs> Two gold medals, uh, one silver in the careers ice dancers, added to one gold and one silver in the team events for five lifetime medals, making Tessa and Scott the most decorated figure skaters in history. Not even just ice dancers, most decorated figure skaters in history. Uh, Tessa has her own. Doll, she is the first one. We're going to learn more about Canadian dolls of Olympians tomorrow, but uh, she is the first one to have an Olympic doll in decades. And uh, they also had their own reality show, which, as we learned on our interview, Tessa never watched and was very upset with how the show turned out. So uh, television stars, commentators, dolls, and all around great Olympians, Tessa Virtue and Scott Moore. I look forward to my Jerome Aguinla doll. Um, so... <laughs> Actually, um, when I went to Disneyland for the very first time, I went to Build-A-Bear and I got two bears made because uh, you get NHL Build-A-Bear. So I got an Anaheim Ducks and a Calgary Flames Build-A-Bear and I called my Calgary Flames one Jerome and my Anaheim Ducks one was Timu. So um, they're my Build-A-Bears. Just hello to my Build-A-Bears if you're listening. They do. They're in storage boxes back in my house right now. So uh, 
that's how much I love them. Um, are we getting a Jamie Saleh and David Peltier day, or are we not stretching with the figure skaters? No, I mean I've got I've got another. I'll just spoil it. I got another figure skater coming up tomorrow because you couldn't not do this one. And then I figure, well, we'll lay the figure skaters to rest after that. All right, well, <laughs> they're all dead apparently. They were heart attacks. <laughs> we're sorry, British Jamie. Team. <laughs> yes. Um, today, uh, from the Australian perspective, uh, given it was Women's Hip Finals Day in the aerials, uh, Lydia Lassala Day, uh, our last Olympic gold medalist in the Winter Olympics, until Jakara during these Olympics, uh, won a gold and a bronze across her five Olympics, if you don't mind. Uh, one of, I think, uh, outside of um, Colin Coates, uh, four or five Australians who have been in five different Winter Olympics. A great result there. And I mean, you know, Colin knows her, so uh, she's she's obviously a bit of an icon in Australia. Um, she she's obviously been on Survivor. She's written a book. She's got a movie. She's doing great guns on TV right now. Has an age a day, by the way. Looks what a woman! Fantastic. What a woman. We love Lydia. A uh, guest on the show. One of our very first ever guests. I've actually uh, interviewed her twice because I interviewed her back in the Brink days. So, um, like David Morris, uh, both uh, agreed to come back on after I'd interviewed them years before. So, um, great to chat to Lydia and somebody who uh, just everyone in Australia absolutely loves her. So, uh, thanks. Thanks to Lydia for being Lydia. Um, and can I just tease tomorrow? Tomorrow, I'm saying it right now, the best. Just just the, the best day of the entire Olympics. It's tomorrow for Is Australia. Is it Dale Day? <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't either confirm nor deny, but you can put the pieces together <laughs> because if it's the best day, then it's probably bloody going to be Dale Day. So just, just get excited. <laughs> Because I actually, in all seriousness, I actually think tomorrow is the 16th anniversary of the day he won the gold. So, um, and then the following day, a massively iconic day in Australian history. So, we've got a couple of big ones coming up. So, and this is the thing. You you can't celebrate all your gold medals because you've got hundreds of them. Whereas I can literally can make, we only had five. We're not going to have a Jakara day, not breaking news. That will be for Milan. But all five of our gold medalists, I will say, are being honoured at some point. And I think we've what now had Tora, we've had Lydia. Uh, so we've got three more to go. So <laughs> they will be here you know, for the rest of this week at some point. I, we haven't even uh, said it or talked about it on here, but uh, our first uh, medalist of these games, I think it was uh, Marietta uh, O'Dian, um, the snowboard cross. She yep. was officially Canada's 200th Olympic winter medal. And then Mikkel Kingsbury was our 201st. So yeah, we're into the 200s now for Canada. I think um, did uh, was it? I mean, I think I somehow was aware of that because I think maybe during our opening ceremony or somewhere, I did see them say that they only need one more medal to make mm-hmm. the 200s. So uh, yeah, well there you go, congratulations. But how many um, Winter Olympians? Because I know Dale has a gold and a silver, but how many Winter Olympians you have that have won medals in multiple Olympics? I mean, there's uh, a fact Scotty James. You. Yeah, no, I can I can tell you that because they they mentioned Scotty James became our sixth multiple medalist the other day. So um, Stephen Bradbury, he got he was bronze in the um, the relay team, and then obviously gold in Salt Lake. Uh, Alyssa Camplin, gold in Salt Lake, bronze in Turin. Dale Begsmith, gold in Turin, silver in Vancouver. Tora Bright, gold in Vancouver, silver in Sochi. Lydia, gold and then bronze and now Scotty James, bronze and silver. So we actually on that episode the other night that you went on, we were talking about who would be the first to ever get three mm. and Scotty's probably, I mean, he's the only current one right now um, unless Lydia comes out of retirement, <laughs> Tora comes out of retirement. Bradbury um, comes out of retirement. <laughs> he's still looking good old Stephen, so you never know. So Scotty, the only one who, I mean, having said that, they introduced dual moguls in Milan, Jakara's in with a shot uh, to, to get that way. 
Um, so yeah, no, uh, we've had the six now, but we've never had one more than two. So, uh, over to you, Scotty. Come, uh, Milan. He's uh, literally he's already over pro- to you, our special guest of the day. Here to give a thank you to Ben Waterworth. <laughs> you know, actually today he was, he was cheering on Bree. I didn't see him cheering on Laura. That's why she choked. Thanks, Scotty. Uh, <laughs> David Morris, in- I think, should have a little bit of uh, uh, influence in whether Laura performs or not. David Morris got a lot of airtime tonight. I appreciated that. But um, it's actually funny because Scotty's already back in New York. And I saw Sean White was at the Super Bowl today, so they didn't waste any time of... Getting over there. If we ever got, if we ever got Scotty on the show, and we're not getting Scotty on the show, but like again, I'm just going to be like, hey, cool, you won a couple of medals. So, um, can you put Chloe on? Uh, hi, Chloe, how you doing? Uh, can you put Lance on? Uh, <laughs> done. <laughs> like, thanks, Scotty. Thanks, Chloe. Uh, enjoy the wedding. So, Lance, how are you? <laughs> that's that's all I would go for. Um, so tomorrow, um, we have nine medals being decided. So I have only four. We're through to nine. It's Esther Day 3 tomorrow. The downhill is on, uh, the women's downhill. Um, now, she comes into this, I think, fifth in the world, Esther. So, not too bad in the downhill. This is the one that like, people are all like, oh, well, you know, she's done a dance now on the Super G. But never know. It's Queen Esther. She could do it. She's and Again, as I said, she's talked about possibly going to do the combined as well. So, she's just doing everything. Uh, off the podium's way tomorrow, uh, Kalani Crane's up for the short program in the women's figure skating. Scott's back on the biathlon course in the relay. Greta, obviously, in the downhill. And we've got Taylor Fletcher in the large hill in the Nordic combined. Other medals being decided tomorrow uh, that we haven't mentioned. The bobsleigh two-man. So, congratulations to Germany for getting gold and silver in that tomorrow. Um the women's slope style and the freestyle, the Nordic combined, as I just said, snowboarding, both the men's and women's big air. And we've got the men's and women's team pursuit pursuit in the speed skating. Um, what are you looking forward to the most tomorrow? I'm just going to jump in. I'm going to say uh, I am looking forward to the women's downhill because I want to see my Esther again. And uh, also, uh, we should mention Canada up against China tomorrow in the men's in the playing round for the ice hockey. So um, I, I'm, I'm calling the women's downhill and the Nordic combined because it's the last day of Nordic combined tomorrow, and that's always sad. Actually, no, so we've got the team event. Sorry, it's the last day of snowboarding tomorrow, but still, any day Nordic combines on, it's a good day. Um, it is 100% Charles Hamlin day here in Canada. Uh, so all Charles. Well, he's actually not time. skating tomorrow. He's, uh, that's oh, the, is it not the, tomorrow? When is it? No, I thought it was tomorrow too. The 5,000 meters must be on, on Wednesday. It is. So why uh, do they no. have such a huge gap in between the semifinals and the finals for that one event? Well, I actually think it comes down to, because generally the figure skating and the short track are held in the same venue, right? So, mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing tomorrow's figure skating day. <laughs> so then, like, there's Kalani doing a free for the whole Charles has taken out Kalani Crane in the middle of the <laughs> in the middle of the rink. Uh, there it is. But yeah, I don't know. Actually, I I, I thought the um five thousand meters of tomorrow, but it's actually the long track. But uh, tomorrow is the last day of snowboarding. So mm. uh, if you're a snowboarding fan, uh, tomorrow is the last day you can enjoy it. Um. This has been fun, bit sad. This was the big Valentine's Day that we thought was going to bring possibly two medals for Australia, but uh, didn't get any. And, um, yeah, Laura, wow. I'm sad, Colin. I'm sad. I have to wait. I'm I'm not. I I think that uh, it's very appropriate after what happens um, (laughs) leading into that with the Canadians. So, 
Well, I also think it's very appropriate that, of course, I'm going to get my heart broken on Valentine's Day. So just, um, just, just saying. But uh, come on, Paris 2024 for Ben finally getting a goal. We've got one more shot for an off-the-podium gold medal at these Olympics. One more shot down to Charles. Two more days' time. No pressure. No disrespect to Taylor, to Kalani, to Scott. Like Scott, if I wake up tomorrow and I find out you've won, like Canada's won the team relay in biathlon, like bloody hell. Um, <laughs> you go, you son. Um, and if Casey Wright wins the team sprint in a couple of days in the cross country, I mean, I will eat my words. In all seriousness, I like Sammy Kennedy Sim, probably not going to, but she's not out of the absolute realms of a possibility in the ski cross. Like she, she can pull something out. So, you know, and Eric Radford, he's, he's a good guy. He can skate well. Yeah, he's, he's got, uh, he's got a lot of motivation. He's very, um, very excited to be in the Olympics again. You never know what he can pull off. Is he being talked about as a potential medal or? No, not really. But uh, <laughs> people are just excited to see him there. <laughs> in Off the Podium, uh, we do. Oh, breaking news in the ski jumping. The gold has gone to Austria. The silver has gone to Slovenia. And the bronze has gone to Germany. Camille Stock, sixth place. Ah, oh, dud. We, we, put it, we put it on him. You, you, you go back to Poland. <laughs> Just, you probably will. I mean, the Olympics are over for him. Uh, also, breaking news in the curling, Canada 4, Scotland 1. So, ooh, Canada are starting to get some traction in the women's, Colin. How are you feeling about that? I'm I'm feeling very good about it. Um, still a shot. There's there's still a chance. There's still a chance. And in the ice hockey, uh, USA nothing, Finland nothing. So uh, we will have those results tomorrow. Colin, thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure. And uh, bring on bring on Esther tomorrow, day three. Yes, and thank you for um, not <laughs> winning in the aerials because I would have been very upset. <laughs> because of I get the first gold or it's because you're still salty fault. over the Canadian? No, no, because <laughs> because I knew by you doing the interview that there would be uh, justice for Canada. Do you think from now on when we actually contact guests to come on the show, we need to put a disclaimer? <laughs> like, you will not do well at the Olympics if you come on this show. I, I don't. I think you have to put a disclaimer. Well, yeah. Um, but you know, the ones that we've got coming up from these Olympics, like, you know, they're probably not medal chances even in Milan. So, I mean, but having said that, Abby and Ali, we didn't think we we're going to win medals and look at them. So they're our, they're our off the podium fairy tale story right now. So the only one really. So anyway, uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Meantime, remember to do all the social media goodness, uh, like us, follow us, all that sort of stuff on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, still up for a sports podcast award. We haven't been disqualified from that for some reason. And uh, we're still leading as well. Uh, less than a month ago, I think it's only about two weeks to go, Colin, and we're still leading. Like, uh, are we going to like get to the final day and not win? Like, is this the off the podium oh. curse has got to hit us? Uh, <laughs> like, you know, I'm we not are the seen... Brittany Cox of the lead up to the Pyeongchang Olympic. Guaranteed, we're not going to not going <laughs> to lose. Come that day, we're going to lose. I mean, NBC and BBC, I don't know how much they're plugging this. I'm not seeing, like, Keep the Flame Alive plugging it as much as we are. But if there's, like, a last-minute surge where these other more respectable podcasts start uh, plugging away, trying to get votes, then we're screwed. 
that's what I'm worried about. Is that like they're all like keep the flame alive are over in fucking Beijing right now. So I mean, like they're they're busy. Like I mean, they've got other they've got real shit to do. Yeah. Um. So this is what I'm worried. Like NBC, like they're kind of busy putting on an Olympics right now. So like I mean, kind of like a week before they're just going to all of a sudden blanket. Like there probably was a Super Bowl ad for it today. I I, I don't know. Um. They've got the money. Um, but yeah, like people vote for us still keep us in the lead here. This is nerve wracking that we've been, we, I think there was only one day I went on there where we were second and now we're still leading. So like we have basically led for every day of this damn competition except for one. And if we, if somebody else does a bribery over us, um, like this is our time. All right. <laughs> we can't get any of our guests on this the podium. Is, get us on the podium. This is Ben's <laughs> consolation for it never was- being able to interview an actual gold medalist. I'm literally going to be like, get on that day. If we win, I'm going to be like, in your face, all our guests that suck, we can win. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never say that. <laughs> I probably would. But anyway, um, vote for sportspodcastawards.com. I will dedicate it to all the Olympians that we have caused to choke at the Olympics. Like literally, <laughs> I will I will dedicate it to every single one of you, except for Abby and Ali because they are awesome. Um, <laughs> all of our guests are awesome. You went to the Olympics. Well, I'm just some loser in a hotel room right now complaining that I'm going to win Even some Even Nick Timmings award. is awesome. Nick Timmings is awesome. Seriously, I could not even last five seconds on skis. All right, I could barely curl a week ago and I got COVID the next minute, right? Like, put me on a skeleton. Like, I, I wouldn't even go near a real skeleton, let alone one that goes down a chute of ice. So, like, Nick Timmings is amazing. He's 25th best skeleton racer in the world. He can hit the wall 50 times and he's still better than I am. Like, come on. Well, you won't know until you try it. No, I would never try that. I would be a wimp. I wouldn't even walk down that track. Like, I barely play on the PlayStation. Come on. Um, back tomorrow. Special shout out to Jason Momoa and to Nick Timmings. What a man. And until we next speak, uh, my name is Ben, Solve the Podium, and remember, go left. What an episode. You loved every single second of it. It's Ben again, just quickly reminding you once again, if you want to help us win a Sports Podcast Award, sportspodcastawards.com, register to vote, click on Best Olympic and Paralympic Podcast section, listen to the other nominees, and then go, hey, Off the Podium's awesome. They're so good. They put in so much work and so much effort, and we just love them, and they deserve to go on the podium for once. Ben's awesome. Jared's awesome. Colin's okay, but he's also kind of awesome. We'd really appreciate it. And particularly if you've actually listened to the rest of this and ended up here, because generally I assume you've well and truly tuned out by now. But seriously, if you're at this point of the podcast, then you're a true listener. And that means that you're a true fan and you should vote for us. Sportspodcastawards.com. Do it now. We will thank you forever. Literally ever. Like every episode moving forward, we will thank you forever. Sportspodcastawards.com. All right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll speak to you next time on Off the Podium. I'm I'm really going to go now. Bye.